Hello and welcome to the Spirit of Praise broadcast. Coming to you from the Tabernacle of Praise Church International, headquartered in York, South Carolina, where our founder and overseer is Bishop Alfred Jackson. Copies of the message from this broadcast can be purchased at our headquarters in Monrovia at the Hope of Praise Church in Numatadia States, where Jackson G. Weah is pastor. We would love to hear from you, so write to us here in America at 229 Wood Street, York, South Carolina, 29745, or email us at tabernacleofpraise at msn.com. Thank you for tuning in and have a wonderful day. Yes, that's what we're here for. To praise the name of Jesus. First Thessalonians chapter 1. God, if you're able to stand, stand. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Verse number two. We always thank God for all of you, mentioning you in our prayers. We continually remember before our God and Father your work produced by faith, your labor prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse number six. You became imitators of us and of the Lord in spite of severe suffering. You welcomed the message with joy given by the Holy Spirit. And so you became a model to all the believers in Macedonia and Achaia. The Lord's message rang out from you not only in Macedonia and Achaia, your faith in God has become known everywhere. Therefore, we do not need to say anything about it. Hallelujah. For they themselves report what kind of reception you gave us. They tell us how you turn to God from idols to serve the living and true God and to wait for his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who rescues us from the coming wrath. I want to start this year off with our theme, Modeling Christ to the World. Modeling Christ to the World. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the power of your word. I thank you, Lord, that your word is spirit and life. And I thank you that when your word goes forth, it will not return to you void, but it will accomplish all that you desire. I thank you that you prosper your word in the things that you sent your word to. So thank you for sending your word to us today. Thank you for what your word is going to accomplish in the hearts and the minds of those who will hear and receive your word. Be glorified now. Grant a fresh anointing of your spirit that I might minister under your anointing. It's in Jesus' mighty name. We pray and we thank you. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Modeling, modeling Christ to the world. This is the thing that the Lord gave me, I think, back in October, I believe it was, uh, for us to focus on in 2017. Uh, it's, 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 it's a... 
huge theme, I think, in terms of its requirements and its ramifications. Modeling Christ to the world speaks to each of our lifestyles, speaks to our theological framework, and it speaks to our dedication to God and his ways and our love for and willingness to impact people for the kingdom of heaven. As we, as we encounter them on this journey of life in 2017, wherever this journey takes us, because we don't know what's down the road. Amen. But we know who holds the road. Hallelujah. When we say modeling Christ to the world, we're not speaking of literally the entire world. We're speaking more specifically about the world around us. Each of us, all right? Each of us individually, amen, and then all of us collectively, corporately, as we worship God and serve God in the community in the communities that we live in and God has given us to minister to. Modeling Christ is a biblical concept. It's not something that I pulled out of the air. It's not something I got out of the dictionary. Amen. It's a biblical concept because we, we, are, we are the Lord's witnesses in and to people in this world, not only in word, but also in life and in deed. We're the lights of the world, as Jesus is the light of the world. We are disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ, because Jesus is the disciple maker and the disciple caller. We have a commission to go into all of the world and make disciples of every creature. Amen? Amen. Yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. And Jesus did say, as the Father has sent me, even so I send you. Amen? And when he said that in John chapter 20 to the disciples, he said, uh, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Well, we also have received the Holy Spirit who lives the life of God out in us and through us. We are to live holy. The Bible says, because he is holy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is a, this is a, biblical, a biblical concept, amen? That there, there, are, there are many scriptures that speak to the fact that you and I are to model Jesus Christ to the world. Yeah, yeah, many scriptures, many scriptures. What God has done for us in redeeming us and filling us with his spirit is not solely uh, for our benefit just to change our lives so that we can live good and clean lives and, uh, uh, in this world, but it's also that we will win others to know Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. Because as, as we live ready to give an answer for the hope that lies in us, apparently somebody is going to ask us as we live, amen, as we model Christ, 
someone is going to ask us about the hope that lies in us. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's not just for us so we can, so we can be saved and go to heaven. It's not just for us so that we can be good people. Amen. Praise the Lord. But it's so that we can impact the world for the kingdom of God, the world that we live in. You're not in India. You can pray for India, but you're not in India. You might be in Charlotte or York or Columbia, Gastonia, you know. So before you get to India, God wants you to impact York, Charlotte, Gastonia, and Blair, and Rock Hill. Are you hearing me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you know, the Bible teaches us that it's not God's will that anyone perish. Amen? Second Peter 3 and 9, read it for yourself. Amen? It is his will that everyone comes to the place of repentance. How does that happen unless those of us who've already repented and turned to Christ in faith model him to others who need to do the same thing? Amen? A Bible verse that, 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 um, uh, that most Christians know is John 3.16. What does it say? Most of us know. Most of us learned that when we were little children, coming to vacation Bible school or going to Sunday school. Amen? Now, now when, you, when you read that verse and when you hear those words, several things jump out at you from that verse. God loved the world. God is not some mean, angry man looking to kill everybody who doesn't serve him. He loves. He loves. Amen. He loves. He loves his creation. Human beings are part of God's creation. So God, God loves human beings. Amen. He does. He loves people and he wants people to place their faith in him. God is not looking for your dog to place faith in him. God wants you to place faith in him. Amen. He's not looking for your cat to place faith in him. He wants you to place faith in him. Amen. Yeah, God loves everything he created, but you are the crowning of God's creation. Hallelujah. God loves people, and God wants people to place their faith in him. And, and God loved in such a way that he made the provision for us and everyone else to receive this salvation. He gave his only begotten son, the Bible says, amen, the Lord Jesus Christ, that whoever believes in him would not perish. Whoever believes in him would not perish. Now, 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 now that says that some will perish. Amen. Some will perish because they will not place faith, saving faith in the finished work of Christ on Calvary. Some people will continue to live as they are led by their minds, their flesh, and the devil. Amen. And will not repent and turn to Christ. Amen. Book of Revelation, it talks about those who became angry with God and began to curse God and refused to repent. People that are there, there are going to be people who refuse to repent and turn to Christ. However, the provision is there. The provision has been made. If anyone dies and goes to hell, it's their own fault. 
because the provision is there. And as God loved, we are to love. Are you hearing me? We are to love and we are to spread the same message that Jesus spread while he walked the face of the earth. Amen. Modeling Christ to the world. So for us today, as we focus on modeling Christ to the world, it's critical that we understand how we are to do this. All right. Uh, and, and, and as I said earlier, this modeling is not just simply something that we say. Modeling is an action word. Amen. It's what we do as well as what we say and how we live. Modeling. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, God called you to be a model. So you need to get the modeling. What does the word modeling mean? Modeling, modeling means use as an example to follow or to imitate. Use as an example to follow or to imitate. Uh, to take as, a, as an example to copy, to, to devise a representation uh, or to display by, by wearing something. So if I'm going to model Christ, if I take this definition and I talk about modeling Christ, then I'm going to use Christ as my example to follow or to imitate Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take him as my example to copy in life. I know we copy a lot of people. Yeah, we copy a lot of people. But if I'm going to be a Christian, I am to copy Jesus Christ. Uh, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm not to look like, I'm not, not to try to model uh, 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 who? Michael Jordan, uh, uh, Cam Newton, you know, uh, that, that, that Cowboys, Dak Prescott, and be wearing this jersey around. <laughs> I'm not to model Barack Obama. You know, I am to use Jesus Christ as my example to copy. I'm to devise a representation. I am to devise a, in my life. I'm to study Christ so. I am to study Christ so much that I figure out how I can devise in my life a representation of Jesus Christ. I'm to, I'm to wear Jesus. My goodness, I, uh, I, 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 I'm to display Jesus by wearing him. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I am to display Jesus by wearing him. Uh, amen. Think about this now. Uh, uh, one of the things Elder mentioned last night was dealt with the newness in our attitudes. So, so Jesus needs to pervade my attitude so that I begin to wear him in the way that I live and deal with people from day to day. Wear Jesus. Wear Jesus. At home, wear Jesus. You know, because some of us do good when we come out in public. But you got to do it at home. You got to model Christ at home. The first place to start is at home. You know, since you're going out trying to win the world and, and then your house all jacked up and it starts with you and your attitude. Ooh, Lord have mercy. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So, 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 so this gives us a picture of modeling Christ to the world. And, and this is so critical, saints. It's so critical. First of all, it's because what Christ has commanded us to do. Amen? Amen. And, and, and as, as, as a model of Christ, that means that we then are living as Christ lived. Amen. Therefore, we are in his will. So if I'm not modeling Christ, then I'm not living as he lived, and I am not in his will. Amen. If I'm not modeling him, I'm not in his will. And since you're going around here just because you're singing in the praise team thinking you're modeling Jesus. Just because you're preaching in the pulpit, you're modeling Jesus. Oh, he wants you to do more than preach. He wants you to live. He wants you, he wants you to clothe yourself in him and his ways. He wants your conversation to be as becometh his gospel. Now, where in the gospel did you hear Jesus cussing somebody out? Where? Show it to me. Where did you hear Jesus talking derogatorily about people? Show it to me in the gospel. He wants you to put him on. He wants you to wear him. It's critical. It's critical. It means that it also means that we, that, that we will be in line with the will of God to see other people come to repentance and escape damnation and hell's fire. You see, when we refuse to model Christ, then we don't care about those people who are watching us. We don't even care about our own children when we refuse to model Jesus Christ. When you live any kind of way in front of your children, ain't no sense in you saying you love your children. You don't love their souls because you're setting an example that you're going to hell and you're taking them with you. Your child died. Here you up at, at the castle crying, my child, my child, oh, I love my child. But you didn't take time to lead your child to Christ and live before your child. What kind of love is that? It might be a fleshly love, but you didn't have eternal love. You didn't have the kind of love that Jesus had, that he loved you so much that he gave his life. Whew. I know we're not perfect people, but we can do better. You know, let me do a little bit of marriage counseling. I, this is not in the message, but it's showing my spirit, so apparently the Lord wants me to bring this up. You know, when you think about divorce, listen now, then you get free. But especially if you've got young children. God, God hates divorce, but if you've got young children. And so what are you going to do? Unless you become a eunuch for the kingdom, what you gonna do? You gonna start dating, but you got little children. You got little children. So what are your children gonna see? Unless you become a eunuch for the kingdom, or you get married real soon.
Because the Bible says it's better to marry than burn. Now, I'll let you finish the rest of it. Because after a while, you start inviting folk over. And after a while, they start to spend the night. And then this becomes uncle somebody. But then you break up with that one. Listen to me. You break up with that one. And then you find another one. But you got little children. And they're watching you. And you, you, wait a minute, don't, don't, don't deal with all the emotional turmoil that's going through your mind. All the emotional stuff that's going through your mind as you deal with your feelings and your emotions. And now you're trying to, not only have you, you got the, the one that, that you were married to and had children with, and you just you got to deal with, but you, but you got the new one or the new ones that come along, and you got all of this stuff, and then all of these Arguments and all of these fights and all of these feelings and all of this stuff that your little children, that your little children, well, see, we don't think about this. You know, and I, and I, you know, I used to, certain situations that, you know, that, that I know about and think about, you know, sometimes it's better for you to stay there and pray. Pray. Amen. Pray and ask God. God, help us. We need help. You can help us, God. Y'all ain't saying amen. Because, see, some of y'all don't believe God can help you even in your marriage. He can help you even in your marriage. Yeah, and all of us need help. I don't care if you ain't thinking about getting a divorce. You need some help. You know, we're talking about modeling Christ. So, you know, the the world that we're going to model Christ to is the world that we live in. And and where are you going to start at? You're going to start in your house. And when your focus is on modeling Christ, then you ain't thinking about divorce. Y'all need to say amen. I, I, I don't understand people that won't say amen to the truth. It's the gospel. This is not Alfred Jackson's gospel. I don't care if you don't agree. If you don't agree, that means you don't agree with God. And there's something wrong with your relationship with God when you don't agree with him. You say, well, I said amen in my mind. That ain't the kind of church we are. We'll just say amen with our mouths. <laughs> Hallelujah. People need an example of Jesus Christ. They need an example of Jesus Christ. Uh, they need a mental picture of how Jesus lived. Amen. They need a mental picture of how Jesus treated people. They need a mental mental picture of how Jesus loved, of how Jesus sacrificed, of how Jesus worked to bring people back into a relationship with God. That's what this world needs today. A mental picture. And where are they going to get it from? They're not going to get it from reading the Bible. Because if they're not saved, they don't understand the Bible. But if you and I are saved, we understand the Bible. 
we have a teacher, glory to God, amen? God has given us teachers so we understand the Bible. There's nobody sitting in here. You've been sitting in this church for 20 years and you don't understand the Bible? There's something wrong with you. Paul said to the church, listen to what, what Paul said to the church at Corinth. And in, in, in chapter uh, 2 Corinthians 3 and 2, Paul said to the church of uh, Corinth, he said, you yourselves are our letter uh, written on our hearts, known and read by everyone. You show that you are a letter from Christ, the result of our ministry, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. He said that, you know, people, people read you. Because you have sat under our teaching. You know the word of God. So now, now you commend us to those. Paul is talking about to the, those unbelievers. You commend us to those. They see you. They see how you live. And by your lifestyle, by the way you carry yourself, by the way you talk to people, by the way you treat people. You are letter. The people are reading. Ooh, this is critical. This is critical. It's, yeah, that, that we model Christ to the world. It's critical because when we do, then God is glorified, his name is magnified, and his kingdom is advanced. It's critical. Oh, God. Well, let's, let's, take, let's take a few moments and look at this text. Yeah. Let's look at this text and see what we can glean, uh, what else we can glean from it as we delve into this process of modeling Christ to the world. Amen. Uh, let me say that I know that this is not anything new. I know that there are many of us who strive to live lives of faith, but there's more we can do. And there's some that need to come along. Yeah, there's, there's some that need to come along. Oh, Lord have mercy. Somebody said there's some that need to come along. Well, come on then. <laughs> Trying to lead somebody somewhere and they're lagging behind. Just lagging for no reason, just lagging. And you're trying to get to the destination and they're lagging behind and you want to you want to look back and say, come on now. Get in a hurry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stop being slowful. Stop being slow and get in a hurry. Well, I'm going through. Everybody going through. Come on now. I may not be going through what you're going through, but I'm going through something. I'm glad I'm going through. At least I'm getting just stopped in the middle of it. If I keep on going, I'm going to come out on the other side. Tell your neighbor, come on now. What kind of excuse you got? You got an excuse because you want an excuse. You have an excuse because you want an excuse. You want to be slowful. You want to be lazy. You want to be stuck where you are. But you ought to want to get up out of your mess. You ought to want to get up out of that stuckness. You ought to want to get up out of your situation and claim your victory in Christ Jesus. 
The worst thing in the world you can do is accept your situation. Say, this is the way I am. This is the way it is. That's the worst thing in the world you can do because you will never change. And God has called us to change. He's called us to change. So we're to be renewed in the spirit of our minds. If you get renewed in the spirit of your mind, then your life will begin to change. <sighs> well, so what can we glean from this text? Well, the Lord led me specifically to the words of Paul to the believers at Thessalonica. And let me say to those of you all who don't really understudy, uh, Thessalonica is a real city. It's in Greece today. It's in Greece today. You know Greece is a city, right? It's a country. A couple of years ago, you heard about Greece with all of that financial crisis. Some of y'all probably wanted to go to Greece. I don't know. <laughs> I knew it. Somebody wanted to. <laughs> so it's a real place. Amen? All right. Yes, it's, it's, so the, the Bible is talking about real places, real people. If y'all, if, if, if anybody texts, unless you're texting what I'm preaching, you need to stop texting. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Well, so, so he said, and you became a model to all believers in Macedonia and Achaia. Your faith in God became known everywhere. 